Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Everybody, welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. As most of you know, I began working at NASA at 17 years old. We put people in space, which back then we called the final frontier. But at 19 years old while at NASA, I discovered entire new theory that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, then everything changes. And the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that paradox, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is supermind, superbody, and super spirit. In today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are and why we are here. A mind revolution that is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions as N approaches infinity. Today we have a great guest, a really fascinating person. There's a lot of intriguing insights for us. Truly amazing. Her name is Hollister Rand. Hollister, how are you doing? Just great. I'm so glad to be here with you all today. Well, thank you very much for having us. It's our honor. It truly is. I just, well, it uh, is just a read joy. your book. You know, I love to hear you talk about inner space because yes. that is the world where I live um, and where yes. we connect with all inner space, and spirits are part of that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really fascinating the way you put that in your book. A lot of folks tend to think of we're alive now and then we're dead. And many folks, of course, are atheists or agnostics who think that there's a total separation. But our theory going back to as 19, it made sense to me that we are energy beings or spiritual beings inside the physical body. So it makes perfect sense scientifically. And so we created quantum field psychology, which shows the connection makes perfect sense in terms of physics and mathematics and so forth that science and spirit are one. How do you feel about that? Well, um, what occurs to me is that even as mediums, we develop sort of a fundamental idea of how things work. And earlier you were talking about how science is being turned on its head. Well, I have to say, Mm -hmm. I've been a medium for 25-plus years, and things have changed with me and my understanding as well. So 
in the book, the first question is, is there really an afterlife? And it was asked with a group of people who I thought had settled the question of the afterlife. You know, this was a metaphysical seminar, so I thought everybody had figured out, yeah, there was an afterlife. But when I stood there and asked Spirit to provide an answer, the short answer they provided with, there is, there is no afterlife. There is only life. Now that caused me to, that caused me to think of things differently, because we think of life, death, then afterlife, like, like it's some sort of progression. And what Spirit was letting me know is, wait a minute, this is all the same thing. Different experiences, but it's all life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, of course, implies reincarnation. That we, and you mentioned that later on in your book. And I've studied that, of course, in various metaphysical groups for years. So it makes perfect sense as well that we incarnate many times to learn various spiritual lessons in which we evolve our consciousness to a higher state, to a higher state of mind. How do you feel about that? Well, what I would say is instead of higher states of mind, I think in terms of frequency. Now, perhaps that's because I grew up being a musician. So I think in terms of waves, you know, brain waves, frequencies, sound, and all of that. So, um, So when I think of growth and change, I think of hitting higher level frequencies, love, joy, peace, eventually, you know, the one mind. So that's kind of how I approach it, maybe a little bit differently. We have different language, perhaps, but I think we're saying the same thing, Ron. Well, no, actually, uh, in Quantum Field Psych and also in our film, The Endless Question, we talk about exactly that, that uh, the higher states I'm talking about mean higher frequencies. We evolve our state. Once we resolve the lower fixations of thoughts and emotions get tied to various experiences in childhood, once we can resolve those and get past those, if you increase the, the energy of who we are, the frequency, you go back to Einstein's equation, E equals HF is one of those, where H is Planck's constant, F is frequency. The energy field keeps increasing as we do that work. So I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, and what is really exciting about my work with spirits and why it, it causes me to get up every day with excitement is the idea and the experience that these frequencies, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment, you know, leading to this one with all, can be accessed here on the earth plane. We do not have to wait till we are in afterlife and without physical bodies. So when I connect with the spirits, I'm connecting at the frequency of love. And it's very exciting to be in that expanded space. Yes, absolutely. I think it's very, very powerful. A lot of folks also have had near-death experiences in many recent decades. It's been documented. I'm sure you've had lots of experience with that. Yes. Um, in my first book, um, I'm Not Dead, I'm Different. The second book is everything you wanted to know about the afterlife, but we're afraid to ask. Um, but the right. first book talks about my own experience uh, with almost dying in a car accident. I didn't have any typical near-death experience. So I doubt my heart stopped per se, but I do know that following that accident and waking up, out of coma in the hospital, I was changed. And my abilities had ramped up. So near-death experiencers, and I speak to a number of these groups, um, really do talk about life, afterlife, connection with spirit, this being a very real experience and not of the brain, 
more of the mind and consciousness. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the mind and the spiritual beings, we transcend the physical body. The physical body is a temple we live in. That's what various avatars are referring to. The temple is where we live to learn spiritual laws and concepts, to keep people going to a higher state, higher frequencies. Folks having near-death experiences or interactions with angels, that type of thing, really awakens them. A lot of folks don't believe that. But many stories are very, very convincing. I'm sure you've seen lots of those also. And you yes. encounters. Well, when I go to these groups to speak, of course, people are sharing their experiences as well. And so it's always interesting to hear the commonalities, but it's also interesting to hear where stories diverge and how they become personal. But one interesting idea that keeps coming up is, I was saved for a reason. I have some great purpose. And over time, what the spirits have shown me is part of our purpose with spirit communication is to give them a place and space on earth. Um, so when we have had a near-death experience or when we've awakened to the idea of spirit and spirit communication and invite that into our lives in a very real way, our life changes and the lives of those around us change in very real ways as well. And, and you don't have to, like, do anything grand to make this happen. Showing up is, is kind of the biggest part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really fascinating when you talk about when you're doing various meetings and so forth and groups, that you'll actually see the spirits there or you'll see some kind of image they project to you or a movie they project to you to give you a message. It's really very intriguing. Well, what I'm finding super intriguing these days is yeah. how the spirits work with me on Zoom. You know, it, it, people kind of had to get up to speed on Zoom. Well, the spirits were ready. A few years ago, I was already dipping my toe into doing events and things online because I felt like I needed to be prepared. I didn't know what I needed to be prepared for, but I just was following the lead that I was getting. Um, and so now when I have groups on Zoom, I will see spirits standing behind people where they're sitting, and then I'll look up beyond my computer and see the same spirits with me in my space. So it's wow. non-location-based, and um, they will be showing me things behind people on screen, but then acting things out and showing me things in my own space. It's really like total surround sound. It's like being in a 3D movie. It's fascinating. That really is fascinating. It's an amazing talent you have and ability you have. Incredible. Yeah. I was intrigued to read about that. And tell us more of, say, some of the most interesting stories that you've encountered or situations. Well, there are so many. But what I would I say now that I'm experiencing is how spirits are dealing with the pandemic and how they are addressing it. And what is really intriguing to me is people are setting, and this happened the other day, a woman set an appointment. She contacted my office in December because she was missing her mother and wanted a session to connect with her mother in spirit. But I was booked until February. So she booked for February. We got on the Zoom call with each other. I connected with her mother. We had a lovely visit. And then all of a sudden, a man popped up, and he said, Father, to me. And he talked about setting his daughter up in a home for the rest of her life, all of these lovely things. We had a, such a fantastic visit, and it turned out 
He had died two days before. Wow. So she had set the appointment, and he died unexpectedly. It was a bit of a shock that he died. So here she had set the appointment. And what happens is people will say, can I get an earlier appointment? You know, I'll pay you more. Well, I don't, I don't do that because I believe that spirit's in this. I believe that their timing is perfect. So I don't try to fix things. And I, I always look to how do I serve spirit? Um, and so the spirits organized this appointment where she could be with both of her parents. And it was really an incredible blessing. And I'm seeing this more and more. I had a small spirit circle, and a you know there were six people, very small. And I said to a woman, oh, I'm hearing the name Dorothy. Who's Dorothy? She said, oh, my God, Dorothy. I said, well, she's just passed. She's a newbie. And everybody was surprised because they thought she was going to survive. But then she just ended up dying, and you got the call. She said, yes, she had COVID. She was in the hospital. We thought she was being sent home. We thought she was fine. And then the next call we got, she was dead. So Dorothy made, you know, made a visit. And this woman had bought the ticket to the small spirit circle three months prior to this woman's death. Wow. So the way the spirits work this out is beyond anything that that I could figure out myself. In other words, this is not the Hollis Duran show. This is really the spirit show. They work it out. Mm-hmm. I believe it's amazing. You talked about how our usual concepts of the laws of the physical world and laws of physics that we are used to do not apply to the world of spirits. For example, you mentioned before by location. There have been reports that various, like yogis and certain masters and whatnot, have passed into the next realm and have appeared in 400 places, say, other ashrams at the same time. Well, what I, what I also believe is that what spirit shows us, we can also do. Mm-hmm. I do yes. think that we place a lot of limits on ourselves. Um, and I have had people report that they've seen me on the street or that they've seen me at the mall. And, of course, I haven't been in those places. Um, but I do think that there's an element when I'm connected with spirit and I'm talking with a spirit about a favorite place, perhaps, of theirs, they bring me there. They show it to me. And so what I'm thinking is just a vision in my mind kind of projected onto the screen of my mind may actually be instead a being brought to the place, like, hey, let me show you this. And before you know it, someone notices me, doesn't necessarily see the other spirit because they may not know that spirit. So I really do think spirits are showing us what's possible because they live in the world of possibility. We live in the world of probability. Given the set of circumstances and what we understand about how the world works, what is the most likely outcome? Well, I've been working with the spirits for 25 years, and they always deal in possibility. They're not limited. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that unlimited, you know, bi-location, multi-location, being able to see what we consider past, present, and future simultaneously to some extent. Well, yeah, when I talk with the spirits, they speak to me in the eternal present moment. So everything exists at the same time. So I may be, and, and this actually happened yesterday when I had a client 
um, a woman showed up, absolutely beautiful woman, and young, and I was able to describe her. Well, it was her mother who, who was so beautiful when she was young, the daughter had a picture of her looking just like that. So she is able to show herself not as old, infirm, dying of cancer, but able to project herself as this beautiful young woman, the way she wants to be remembered. And spirits have also shown me that we can, just as they set themselves any place in time, we can do the same. And there have been some experiments which show that as we set ourselves at a different time in our lives, we can change our physiology. And, and our blood can even change. Cholesterol can change, that kind of thing. So the spirits are onto something. That's why I listen. Mm-hmm. They're really fascinating. You mentioned in your book also that early on you studied with the Rosicrucians. Tell us which group, there's a lot of Rosicrucian uh, organizations, there's seven, I think, in the world. Can I ask which one you studied with? Well, let me um, confess something here. I lied about my age so that I could join Rosicrucian. And it was online, it was uh, by mail study courses. So this was when I, it was by mail study courses. Like you didn't have anything online, right? So I don't remember what organization it was. Um, I don't even remember if it was a chapter or whatever, but I would write in and I'd get lessons. And I'd study them, and it, it was just a male thing. And I'm trying to think, gosh, I was probably 13, 14, 15 in there. Um, I was fascinated. Yeah. Well, there's a group in San Jose called the Ancient Mystical Order of Rosé Crucis, which does that. They send out lessons by mail, I think four per month, that kind of thing. You join up and uh, so forth. It's uh, yeah, really well, fascinating. That's, so that's- yeah. That's what it was. It was one of those male things. Whether it was the Santa Rosa group, I don't know, because I was living in New yeah. York at the time. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. They talk about things you've been mentioned, like the fact we have, of course, past lives and so forth. You can do mental projection or astral projection, go to different places, different times, and kind of materialize there or observe what's happening there, you know, in real time, in present time. The time and space are not what we think they are in the three-dimensional world at all. It's way beyond that. Oh, exactly. And and that has been my experience. So, I mean, the Rosicrucian experience was, you know, really kind of points to the idea that I always thought there was more. I always knew there was more than what I could see. I saw my grandfather when I was very young standing at the foot of my bed after he supposedly died. People were trying to explain to me that he was dead, and that didn't make sense. How could that be possible? when I'm seeing him. So I was always trying to make sense of my experience because nobody else could explain it to me. And I was raised in the church, and it wasn't any kind of awful experience. It was a wonderful experience for me, actually. Uh, And I was in the church choir, and that raised my frequency. You know, that, and in fact, when we do seances and we do... um, uh, physical mediumship, we sing to raise the vibration. So uh, it feels very church-like to me. I'm very comfortable with that. So I had a lot of spiritual influences and did my best to sort of cobble it all together to make sense of a reality that I was experiencing. 
Mention also you study with parapsychologist Hans Holzer. Say his work. I didn't. I didn't study with him, but I read everything by him. So oh, okay. I was crazy for every book that he wrote about ghosts, you know, paranormal stuff. And when I started with mediumship, um, I did start with this idea of ghost busting or connecting with kind of the low hanging fruit of the spirit world. You know, the the ghosts the denser spirits, those who really want to exist still physically on the earth plane. Um, and I found that I really wanted to work with the loving spirits of the universe. So I shifted my frequency over time. And so now I speak with loved ones, guides, angels, pets, and the loved ones of the universe and the loving ones of the universe to bring healing. So it's a totally different vibration, a totally different practice. Yeah, that really is fascinating. I know some of the negative entities will attach to various places and spaces. Okay. Become very territorial and so forth and try to take control of those places. I love the fact you decided to focus on the positive side, the loving side, which raises that vibrational frequency and also takes you beyond that to higher worlds where you can talk to angels and also archangels, I'm sure. It's really, really amazing. We're coming close to our, our break here shortly. We're here today with uh, Hollister Rand, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Having a lot of fun today talking about these fascinating things, a little, little known by the world, I think. The world is waking up to a higher level of perception, understand that we all do have these abilities within. We can develop these abilities. And we get back to that when we come back, talk to a medium, Hollister Rand. She has a fascinating career going back for 25 years. It's helped a lot of people over the years when we talk about healing and so forth. It's over many fascinating experiences. Okay, so Hauser, hang on. We'll be back in a few minutes. And folks out there, please hang on. We'll be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. 
A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember Positive Impact. www.healthylife.net back with our fascinating guest today, Hoster Rand, best-selling author and medium for many, many years, helped a lot of folks around the world. Hoster, welcome back. Well, thank you. Great to have you back. And we'd like to talk now in this segment about your experiences with healing, some more fascinating experiences with helping folks heal with your abilities and your mediumship. Can you tell us about that, please? Well, um, mediumship is a healing modality. And it's naturally that way because of the frequencies at which we work. Um, when there is connection with spirit, there is a connection energetically with all that is. That is, And so in that space, healing can take place because old business can be released, that kind of thing. Where I've probably seen um, aspects of Physical healing happening um, are in spiritual ch- spiritualist churches where I will do some of my work or speak. And there are often healing services um, where spirit energy is, is brought to just be present and allow uh, the healing to take place without specific direction. Now, in my work, Where I find the healing take place is in two different ways. One, healing of grief and the idea that we have lost the people we love. That's number one. Um, And where I have found this healing to be most profound is in situations where someone has made the choice to die. So in cases of suicide, it often leaves people behind with guilt, shame, fear, as well as loss. Why didn't this person talk to me? And I know this myself because my cousin Tommy killed himself very publicly, by the way, when he was 19 years old. And we learned about it from a scanner, like a police scanner, in my uncle's house. And, you know... To make it worse, it was Thanksgiving Eve. So um, I was really hit with this painful trauma. And that is why I think my cousin Tommy, who appeared through another medium, let me know he was the one who kept bringing all these people with suicide to meet me so that we could heal each other. So I even needed a healing from the idea of suicide, my own loss around it. My thought that I should have known. I'm psychic after all. Why didn't I know something like that was going to happen? Or why didn't I step in? Why wasn't there an intervention? 
And so I find that the spirits who have passed with suicide, who have died with suicide, are often the most excited about making connections. So the very situation that looks like the period at the end of the sentence, I don't want to talk to anybody, is actually the start of a new sentence. And those in spirit who have died by suicide want to reach out and heal the trauma that we have suffered because of their death. So that's number one. Number two is sort of unwanted inheritances. That's the other area that spirits show up to help. So things like um, addictions. Yesterday I had a woman who had lost a daughter to addiction, had a father who was um, uh, an alcoholic, and we had both of those people in the room in spirit. And so we were able to deal with the addiction and the healing. She had lost people who were born before her and people who were born after her to addiction. And the spirits come with the healing for those who are still on the earth plane as well. And letting go of these unwanted inheritances, these things that are visited upon families and seem to just be almost like a family curse, you know, or at least a proclivity for some sort of illness, trauma, death, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So that's how the spirits work with me. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of cases, of course, in the world of psychology where various disorders will be transmitted either by DNA or by behavior, you know, learned behavior, generation to generation, including addictions, drug, alcohol, plus various thoughts. And we find also that one of the most addicting things are thought processes and beliefs with fixated emotions holding those negative beliefs in place. And it takes releasing that, changing the belief system, releasing negative emotions for healing to occur. How do you feel about that? Well, what I've noticed um, is that trauma seems to keep that stuff in place and in present time in a way that it's constantly activated. So um, whether you, in fact, I've spoken with people who did not even know the person who killed themselves, and yet throughout the family there have been numerous suicides. And they recently discovered this unknown patriarch who had killed himself. So even if families do not know some of the traumas that have occurred, it is like an imprint often on the family. It's an energetic imprint, and spirit wants to shift that and let go of those things. So trauma seems to keep that stuff locked in and in place, and it has to be purposely released. Right, exactly. As you're saying that the sins of the father are visited upon seven generations of children, it's certainly true. You think in the world of spirit how energy can also travel out in infinite directions for influences. And that a person who on earth has had a very negative life experience and generated a lot of negative energy will affect many people and perhaps many generations to come, as well as people around them and their, not just their generation, but families and friends and so forth. So they can affect huge numbers of people. How do you see that? Well, I think that that's very true, but that's one of the reasons why I align myself with the highest possible frequency, love, joy, and peace, because in that space, it also heals many. You know, negativity is a dense energy. When I used to work with that, 
Um, it, it almost seemed like I had to take a shower. I had to have a good meal. I had to have a laugh with a friend. I had to do like four different things as an antidote for one, one encounter with something negative. When I'm working at the frequencies of divine love and when I'm working with spirits at higher levels, that just knocks out negativity. It's really amazing. When you align, so I made a decision. I want to align myself with the greatest and most powerful, positive influence and energy in the universe. And I made that commitment. And because of that, I'm able to move through the world with grace and ease. You know, I was reading, um, I, I did the audio version of the book. Simon & Schuster wanted me to do an audio version. So I recorded the audio version in April, if you can imagine, after all of the uh, recording studios were closed here in Los Angeles. So they said, can you do it at home? And I did, in my closet, by the way, talking into my clothes. Um, but I got to the question about guides and angels, and I started reading, and and came across the line, I am seeing angels with ever-increasing frequency. This could be due to a threat to life on our planet. When I read that, I didn't even remember writing it, I got totally choked up and thought, oh, my goodness, spirit was present even before all of this happened in our world. Exactly. That is fascinating. Yeah, it's the idea that we're energy beings that transcend this world in time. We've been alive. Some sources say, in fact, I spoke to a lady who's an expert in Ayurvedic medicine from India, said their sources go back that, describe me, we go back at least 4 million years in their studies. Another sources claimed, of course, we've been around for millions and millions of years as energy beings, as spiritual beings, and we've incarnated upon Earth and other realms as well to, again, evolve our frequencies and so forth. Folks, we're here today with Hollis Rand. We're going to take a short break here in a moment. We're Dr. Ron Darrymple on Mind Shock, talking some fascinating things. We come back and we talk about some more of these concepts with Hollis, who has many, many experiences and insights to share with us. So come on back, folks, and join us in a few minutes. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with this step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course. The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple 
at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Hello, folks. Welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shock. Today, for a fascinating guest and medium, Hosser Rand. Hosser, how are you doing? Just great. I'm glad we can be here together. Absolutely. Everyone's joining us very much. Great to meet you and talk to you. We're talking in the last segment about some very, very powerful concepts, and we're just mentioning the idea of what we can do to help transform the world now. And using your techniques and your abilities, can you tell us, please, more about how you see that? Well, uh, a friend of mine once said to me, you are changing the world one person at a time. Right. And... That is really what my work is about. It's extremely personal. So you and I, Ron, we talk kind of in the macro. You know, we're talking about concepts, frequencies, you know, generalities that affect everyone. But in my work, it's very personal. And uh, I was once speaking in front of a group, and someone raised their hand and said, you know, why isn't that, why is it that the spirits here tonight aren't telling us the meaning of life? And I said, they are, because each spirit here is connecting in love with people they have left behind here on this earth plane. And in those little details, like the favorite kind of toilet paper, that was bought for them as they were dying. Someone went and bought toilet paper or a favorite um, type of cereal. Those little details are expressions of love. So what we are learning here tonight is that individual small bits of expressing love literally changes the world. And in those little acts, that is what affects the macro. So that's how I see my work, with the understanding that those we love in spirit remember who they are, remember who they are to us, as well as being expanded spirits. Remember the love that has been expressed to them. Remember the love that they gave or did not give and want to work through. Um, the idea that they had Alzheimer's and maybe people didn't think they knew what was going on, but they did and were able to say thank you finally for all the kindnesses and the favorite candy that was brought. Um, so transformation happens one person at a time with spirit connection, with letting go of the stories that we tell ourselves 
about the death of the people that we love. Oh, they suffered. Oh, they died. They killed themselves because they hated me or it was my fault. The spirits speak to me to set the record straight. And in that space of expressed love on the micro level, it shifts and changes everything. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes. It's a powerful point. Happens on a micro level. Each person's expression of love projects out as energy to affect the entire universe and reverberates back in many forms. We talked about in prior shows about the idea of supermind and superpowers. Now, the greatest superpower is divine love. Between divine love for all people, all times, and all situations, recognize divinity inside all people and in all entities, for that matter, animals, plants, and so forth, everything around us. And if you project that all the time, reflects back to you, help raise your vibrational frequencies in everything you do. So anything you touch, you can raise up. How do you see that? I agree with that wholeheartedly. But what I would say is spirit wants to make all of those concepts very real and very personal so that we can experience that ourselves. And the way we experience it is through relationship with others. We are not here separated. Um, That is one of the biggest lies, that we are separate, that you are not me and I am not you. And so whenever there is a connection that is very personal with spirit, it makes all of that real. Um, It gives us a reason to want to continue moving through this time and space. So... That's why I use the micro to address the macro, because it's more accessible. I am all about accessibility. That's why I write the way I write. That's why I teach the way I teach, because I want to present things in a way that people will go, oh, yeah, I I get it. I feel it. And that is really important. I want people to feel the connection with spirit because then it sits in their body, and once they have that experience of divine love, that connection with spirit, they can carry that with them. It's a real experience. Yeah, that is really powerful. It reminds me of a famous line in Dickens' story, A Christmas Carol. And Scrooge first encounters you know, the initial ghost of Marley. Marley comes to see him, dragging a chain behind him. And, of course, Scrooge is terrified in denial. And Marley says, you must listen to me. You're carrying a chain far longer than mine. Yours was longer than mine when I passed away seven years ago. Yours is seven years longer. And Scrooge says, well, I'm, I'm taking care of business. And Marley shouts at him, mankind is your business. Scrooge just kind of sits there and shudders. Of course, the story evolves from there. Really powerful way to think. Great yes. insights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would say that, that mankind is my business. Um, with spirit kind um, being my business as well. So being sort of the communicator between the two. My book was just released in Japan, and I did a uh, spirit circle with a, ja- a small Japanese group. And I, was, I, I wasn't trepidatious necessarily, but I, I thought, huh, I don't know all of their cultural references. I'm not familiar really with the language. So I, I want to be sure that I'll be able to hear spirit. Well, I have to tell you, the spirits were so creative with how they presented things to me. They did movies in my mind so I could describe things. And everything was done with an interpreter. The spirits did not need 
an interpreter. But the people in Japan needed an interpreter to understand what I was saying. But it was so exciting to give the information, to have the interpreter give it to the person, and then watch their face when it made sense. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> That is great. That is amazing. There's universality to the concepts you're talking about. I used to live in Japan. I was teaching college there at the University of Maryland overseas. I had a chance to teach in Japan and Korea, Italy and Germany, Sicily and so forth. Really fascinating experiences. Every culture discovered a people. I came to the idea that people are all the same but different, superficially different. And we're all really the same underneath. We have the same needs, same desires, same basic structure. Because, of course, we are spiritual beings inside the physical body, here for various experiences to teach us spiritual love. So we keep raising our frequencies and evolving who we are. How do you see that? Well, I think that is indeed the case. Um, we are all on this journey. And what is intriguing to me, with the first book that I wrote, I met a lot of young people in spirit because it really was uh, a book about the young in spirit. Um, and so many of them felt that they needed to be here for just a short time. They wanted to dip their toe in the water of a physical life. And I think one of the most profound um, connections I had was with a little girl who looked to be four years old in spirit. And this was a large event. And, um, and I saw her standing near a man in like the first or second row, and she told me her name. Uh, I think it was Alicia or Alicia, and she talked about the family at the lake, and she talked about all of this kind of thing and how wanted him to go, wanted her to go to his school. Well, then she became a baby in his arms, and she said, Daddy, in one breath, you gave me enough love for a lifetime. He, she had died in his arms at birth. Oh, that's really a powerful, powerful story. It shows you, again, the universality of these concepts and how great they are and how they touch everybody. So today, folks, we've been with Hoss Rand, a fascinating person, medium, who's written some great books. Hoster, can you please tell the audience where they can find you and find your books? Yes, com is my website, and books are available anywhere where books are sold, and, of course, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can download the uh, audio version from there if you like my life and uh, if you like my voice and prefer to listen to the book. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they can also find you on Facebook, I noticed. You're on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media platforms. And I do have classes online as well. But you can find everything at HollisterRand.com, H-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-R-A-N-D.com. It will take you everywhere you need to go. All right, that's beautiful. Hollister, thanks a lot for being here today. We really love having you. It's been really fascinating to have you here and to meet you as a person, as a guest. A real honor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hope to talk with you soon. Bye-bye. All, right, All right, great. Talk to you soon. Folks, Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shock. Foster Ram will come to the end of this segment. We'll be back in a few moments for our final wrap-up. Folks, so stick with us. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. 
Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love. And you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Rondell Rimple with Mind Shock. Here we had Hoss Rand on as our guest, a fascinating medium out in California. She's written a number of books. Definitely check her out on Facebook and Instagram, the other media. Her books are on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and so forth. We're talking about the idea that spiritual life is very very real by the physical bodies. One concept that came up is what are the laws of physics of the desire world? Really, really interesting because he's talking about the astral or desire world according to various philosophical points of view, which is the level of frequency just beyond the physical plane. So the question is, what are the laws of physics there? Because they're not the same as those in the physical world of three dimensions that we're used to. So there's also higher worlds according to sources of concrete thought and abstract thought, which again exists at higher frequencies still. The desire world is divided into two levels. The lowest, lowest desire world is purgatory for spirits who first return to spirits to cleanse their spiritual nature of past actions and learn great lessons from that to build their conscience. The higher spiritual world, desire world, is to relive, relive good things you did to build in conscience again and do the right thing. I think that most of the spirits she's connecting with would be from that higher desire world who are there to do good works and help out people on earth, which is what she was talking about. So, for example, in that world, if you visualize a place, you're there instantly. Not like the physical world we live in, where you must travel by some means. So you're not limited by physical space. All is interconnected. 
the physical world is limited to teach us the self-fulfilling prophecy that we are self-creating beings. So it's more limited, but it's also to show us various laws, and also at higher frequencies we take on a lot more energy, which can also do a lot more damage. Also, in the spiritual world, two or more objects can occupy the same space at the same time, or those individuals can occupy many spaces at once. She was talking about the idea of biolocation. It's also spoken of in various Hindu and Buddhist texts that various avatars have passed away and then appeared at 400 ashrams, places where they're learning in temples, at the same time to talk to their students. Now, how is that possible? In our physical world of three dimensions, it's not. In the world of energy and spirit, and reported by many sources, it is. Also, in their world, and according to many of us, thought transference occurs instantaneously. So what you think about projects energy to other people and to the world around us instantaneously. And thoughts are received primarily by those who are in synchronous frequencies with us. If you're on the same set of wavelengths as someone else, they're more likely to pick up your thoughts and vice versa. Now, as you align your thoughts and emotions, she mentioned this, and behavior with much higher principles, with divine love, you attach to and attract those levels of energy, thought, and feeling. We talked before about downloading information from the supermind into the conscious mind or the daily ego, and that's what happens. The more you connect with that source, it's like attaching into a much higher level of your computer, the higher level loads into your level, many more insights, ideas, and much higher frequencies. Remember also, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction in the physical world. It appears in the spiritual world, the astral world. For every action, there are an infinite number of reactions. It's not just one equal and opposite, but many reactions because your energy diversifies and splits out in many different directions. The laws of inertia also become multidimensional. In the physical world, we talk about the law of inertia that an object will tend to remain in the same place or in the same line of motion unless acted upon by an external force. Well, in the energy world, it's not the same thing. They're inter interactive in a multidimensional sense, where radiant thought, for example, interacts with expanded infinities of thoughts. So it's kind of like a mushroom effect where thought energy projects out in this vast constellation of light and energy. We'll get into later in some of our work the ideas of how Maxwell's equations and laws of electrodynamics and thermodynamics also pertain or change in those worlds. So how can collective consciousness focus to be used to transform the plan for good? She was talking about that every action we take can be used to do good for other people, to raise people up, to help change the world. Every person you help does them a lot of good spiritually and energy-wise, and they can reject the energy to other people. So the more you share, the more you project, reflects back to you, it helps you, but also helps so many people around you. So it's good to do random acts of kindness every day, to think positive thoughts at all times, try to be kind and respectful of other people as much as possible. It sounds kind of corny like kumbaya, but it really is true. It really is powerful. Now, we have information, various sources say that back in Atlantis and other previous civilizations, the people developed a very high level of consciousness, but then was misused. The forces were misused in a very negative way because dark forces took over and destroyed the planet. That's why we see the huge heads on Easter Island. We see all these different monoliths are built around the world, such as the pyramids and other structures that go back, we don't know how many thousands and thousands of years. Again, we talked to Dr. Sperling, who talked about how in the Hindu tradition, they track their civilization going back over four million years. Now, various techniques of mind control can also be used in a negative way by various forces. What we want to do is change that 
and everybody starts thinking positive thoughts, positive feelings, doing good things, realize we're energy beings, we're spiritual beings. Each person influences the planet and everybody else around you. This takes some training. We talked in previous segments about mindfulness, to be aware of our thoughts and emotions, not to get stuck in the negative tracks of feeling, not to hang on to negative emotions like anger, grief, fear, negativity, resentment, revenge, whatever. Those have very negative consequences for the people we intend them for and for ourselves. They reflect back to us often many times. In any case, folks, what we want to do is transform our thoughts, transform our lives, our minds, our feelings to a higher state, to a higher state of frequencies, as our great guest Hosh was talking about. And, of course, ties into our work, folks. It's very similar. Our film, The Endless Question, a two-hour documentary, is free on Amazon Prime. You can find it there. It talks about our theory quantum field psychology, which is available on Amazon, which wraps all these ideas, ideas together. It ties into modern current theories of psychology, Nikolai Tesla's work, Eastern and Western philosophy, that we are energy beings, we're spiritual beings, how these physical bodies. We interview our great guests in there. We also have a bunch of books on Amazon, such as Eight Days of Creative Power, The Inner Manager, I Love You, God, and Quantum Field Psychology can all be found on Amazon. We support these ideas. We also, of course, are doing this show every week, folks, on this great network, Healthy Life Net. And every Monday at 2 o'clock, check them out. A lot of great shows on there. All folks on positive, all positive talk radio is about illuminating the planet, raising the frequency for the entire world, folks. That's our whole intention. So thanks a lot for being here today. Dr. Ron Dalrymple with Mind Shock. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. Take care. <laughs>